Welcome, everybody. Welcome to the Hall of Mirrors. Uh, in our Freedom of, Tr- of Choice series, we've talked to nurses and healthcare workers. We really, really wanted someone from the military, a service member, to step up. Um, now they've been mandated. It's serious. Um, and our wish has been granted. Yes, absolutely. Uh, someone has stepped up. They're very passionate. Uh, they want to fight uh, for their freedoms, like they're fighting for ours for everything else. And so, so yeah, so we're going to bring on uh, an active service uh, or an active armed service member. Uh, he employed by the DOD, em- employed by DOD. And we're, we, we've afforded him the courtesy of offering him anonymity. Uh, so we're going to be calling uh, him Fred. So Fred, we want to welcome you to the Hall of Mirrors. Gentlemen, thank you so much for having me. It is my pleasure to be with you guys this evening. We, we do appreciate you coming on. And, and once again, you're, you're, you're taking a, a huge risk uh, to, to stand up for what you feel is right, our fund, uh, fundamental rights. And, and we applaud you for that. And you are currently serving and we want to thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Yeah, from the bottom of our hearts for your service to our country. Yes, sir. Thank you so much. It means a lot. So I'll just, I'll go over a few details. Uh, I won't get specific um, to protect him, but he has served a number of years. He has been deployed um, overseas, overseas, uh, somewhere in the Middle East. Um, He, you know, he knows what he's talking about. Um, I want you all to listen to what he has to say. Um, and yeah, Fred, I'm, I'm going to let you go. And, and I want you to, uh, you know, tell us uh, why you felt compelled to join us. And, um, and we're here to listen. Yep. Uh, p- please. Uh, your story is riveting. It's very compelling, especially with the, uh, what you're facing by trying to stand up for your rights that, that most of us uh, don't even know is happening within the armed services. So please uh, go ahead and start sharing your story with us. Alrighty. Thank you. Um, so yeah, like you guys covered, I've, I've been in uh, for a few years now. Um, uh, I've done my time uh, overseas and uh, I initially enlisted for um, what I thought was going to be uh, upholding and defending freedom. Um, and up until, uh, you know, the last year and a half, two years, I felt like I was doing that. Um, I was proud of what I do, and um, I wouldn't trade it for the world. Um, it was potentially going to be, um, you know, I was going to do my 20 years. I mean, I love what I did, and, and uh, um, I was very proud to put on that uniform every day. and. Uh, as things go on, um, I mean, the exact opposite of that is how I feel um, nowadays. Um, you know, we say, uh, you know, we, we go ahead and we take an oath when we join and it's, you know, to support and defend the Constitution of the United States of America against all enemies, foreign and domestic. And uh, that's exactly um, what I signed up for. And that's exactly what I've done. And um, this mandate, I mean, it's uh, directly contradicts exactly why I joined. 
So, so uh, let me st stop you there for a moment. Uh, mm -hmm. the, the mandate we're talking about is obviously the, the vaccination. And, mm -hmm. and with that being said, is that being mandated to everybody that that's active duty from your understanding? Um, active duty, uh, National Guard, reserves, um, every component of the military. Um, except, except the White House staff. Of course, of course. Um, they're on their pedestals. They cannot be touched. They shall not be touched. Um, there's still a gray area when it comes to duty contractors, um, to my knowledge. Um, but yeah, the mandate that came out was um, for all active duty National Guard and reserves. Okay. So how long ago were you informed that you had to get vaccinated? Um, so it was um, uh, back in June, um, the SECDEF um, uh, said that he was advising the president to mandate this vaccine either by the middle of September um, or by the time the FDA gave approval of this vaccine. And uh, the president said, yes, I will do that. I will take what Secretary Lloyd says, and I will do that. And um, uh, three weeks ago, uh, I believe the 24th of August, um, it officially came out, Secretary of Defense came out that it was going to be mandatory. Um, and it did not go that the, the way that they wanted it to. They expected everybody to just roll over and say, all right, you got me, you know. And did they get a significant amount of service members to go down to the clinic and get the jab? Yes, absolutely. But they were not expecting the resistance that they got. I mean, they had um, one of our most strategic assets, like fighter um, pilots walking out because they, the vaccinated pilots are getting blood clots um, due to, um, don't quote me, I'm not a doctor, um, but essentially I, I believe it has something to do with the altitude change and the vaccine. I mean, the, the vaccine already has, you know, issues with blood clots. And I believe it's something with the altitude and, and, and differences in that. And uh, the DOT was like, whoa, 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 whoa. We can't lose this manpower. We cannot afford like um, to be essentially weakened by this. Like they just weren't expecting the pushback um, that it received. So sure. um, then on the 14th, um, the other day, um, they came out with a directive. Uh, they realized they had to pull back and essentially come up with a plan now that they realized people weren't going to just go with it. And the plan is um, upon receipt of this directive, the commander of the service members unit is to counsel them, which is essentially just putting it on paper, telling them, hey, you have to do this. Um, within three days, they are to watch a quote unquote educational video um, on the CDC's website. Um, if they do not comply, they have another three days to, uh, they will be directed given a direct order by their commander to um, talk to a medical provider to which they will be fed even more quote unquote knowledge um, promoting this vaccine. When they do not comply with that, um, the commander is then supposed to issue a flag and the flag would basically limit all favorable action. So service members won't be able to take pass. They won't be able to go on leave. 
They won't be able to deploy. They won't be able to go to schools. Essentially, barring them from doing anything other than showing up and doing their nine to five. Um, and with that, they will also receive um, what's called a GOMOR, which is a general officer memorandum of reprimand. And that is, I mean, uh, it can be filed permanently, which will follow you um, for the rest of your time. And uh, you will have seven days to form a rebuttal, which is essentially uh, you put into memorandum format um, your, your side of things. Um, and then you can also add supporting documentation um, in this case, the best bet would be to, um, you know, have as many doctors and lawyers on your side as possible. And um, whether or not it will be filed permanently or locally um, is, I mean, it's it's up in the air because, you know, this is just such a strong, um, strong thing going on right now where um, we just don't know um, what's going to be, you know, with these religious exemptions um and uh, medical exemptions that are going on right now we don't know what of those will even be approved so i would go ahead and say that there's going to be a very slim no chance that you are able to get that gomar filed locally all right a few um, questions a few questions yeah. for you so you don't have to say but i'm going to guess you're at this point um with the seven days um are you prepared for what's to come, what you're going to face, what you have to do uh, within seven days? Um, I'm nearing that point. Uh, the process to get, um, for because the commander has to recommend the, the GOMAR, and uh, from the time they recommend it to when it comes out, that could be anything from a week to, to a month to a month and a half, two months. I mean, it's, it's hard to say, especially because we're so fresh into this um i mean like i said this came out on the 14th so 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 for, so for people that aren't familiar with the life of whatever branch you're in mm -hmm. uh you know the life we'll say of a soldier how far away in command is the commander um like is this somebody that you guys see and know yes yeah okay so um, so where i'm going with this is you know your brothers and sisters in arms, you train yeah. together, you eat together, you converse, um, you have families, mm -hmm. you have a relationship like none other. Mm -hmm. I'm just trying to wrap my head around, you know, wanting to ruin the lives of, I would say, like my child, right? You're mm -hmm. like, you're like his child or his brother or his son. And do you, is that how it feels knowing that, you know, this could possibly happen? Like, does it feel like, um, like betrayal in a sense? Um, that's a great question. Um, so in a way, yes, but at the same time, um, I hate the phrase just following orders, but that is what they're doing. Right. Um, and I don't think that's an excuse. Um, whether it be law enforcement or military, I've, I always, I hate hearing that phrase. Oh, he's just following orders. You know, he's got to feed his family. Um, some people's views on this thing are just, I mean, we just, we just do not see eye to eye. Um, now, personally, um, I have an understanding with this person that, um, like it's going to be civil. Um, 
actually the day that the the uh, the guidance came on the 14th, I had a sit down with them and and I told them, hey, I'm like respectfully, I'm not going to be getting this. There is no amount of coercion, no amount of incentive, no amount of you know fear you can try to put into me to make me get this. I told them I will, I will take a dishonorable discharge. I will take a court martial. I will. You can confine me. I do not care. Um, there's nothing you can do to make me get these jabs. So and, what, what's the next step after the the Gomar? You, so, you still refuse. What, what happens next? So that's when they initiate phase two. Everything that I mentioned prior is phase one. They will then initiate phase two, which is separation. So with that being said, so that's just a dishonorable discharge? Um, or so it, it, there's nothing that's come out yet, um, but I personally, I've spoke with um, JAG lawyers, um, not my own, because I'd like to make this known that the DOD put out that JAG um, is not allowed to offer counsel to soldiers in helping them get out of this vaccine. So, and, and JAG, in any other circumstance, if you murdered someone uh, on that base, yep, you, you, they would, you would be afforded to, counsel. But for this, yep. you are not afforded the right to counsel. Correct. You could, wow. you, you know, um, fratricide, sexual assault. Yes, you can walk in a JAG and you will have a lawyer speaking with you in a few moments. But the DOD put out that JAG is not to offer soldiers, Marines, airmen, Coast Guard, any sort of help in getting away from this vaccine. So what does uh, that what does that tell you about this vaccine, about about this entire situation that it's become this massive political thing and it doesn't matter why you joined or what the mission of the military is it just comes down to we said to do this you will do this you will not ask questions we are in we are on a very dangerous path to in my opinion totalitarianism i mean it's it's getting more and more obvious um, as the days go by, in my opinion, um, you know, it, it doesn't matter who you are. I mean, there's, um, you know, uh, lieutenant colonels, colonels, command sergeant majors, um, generals that are currently being relieved from their positions because they were refusing the vaccine. So from now until they're court-martialed, confined, you know, discharged, they are relieved of their duty. So they will sit around and sit in some office somewhere and do whatever the army wants to do, but they will not be acting as commanders, sergeant majors, anything like that. So, so let me ask you, you, you say court-martialed, you, you say court-martialed or confined. Or, mm-hmm. So it, what does that mean? So after, after you, and I, I know you said after a, a, a Gomar that a, you know, a, ultimately you would be discharged. But what happens in that interim period? Are are they putting you in jail? Do they have that option? To so put you in jail? Um, I I would say no. They, I, I don't think confinement confinement is only a result of uh, you know a court martial. Uh, so back in the early two thousands, when the um, DoD mandated the um, anthrax vaccine, I believe it was. Um, what was it? Uh, there was a Supreme Court case, I believe, Washington versus U.S., where um, this, I believe, airman or maybe soldier um, 
refused the anthrax vaccine and he took it all the way up to the the highest courts and he lost and he was confined for two months and then dishonorably discharged oh yeah that's uh 2002 yeah september of 2002 uh in the case of united states versus christopher b washington airman basic yep all right so so is that what you're seeing potentially is going to happen to uh, i'll say tens of thousands of armed service members is that they're going to court martial them confine them then dishonorably discharge it, it can you see that being the future of this um at first i did um i, I did see it that way um a few days ago i actually uh these jag lawyers that uh, well retired jag lawyers um, I got in contact with their, uh, they're in New York. Um, they had like a little webinar the other day and, you know, we sat down and um, they were answering all kinds of questions and offering the uh, counsel that the active JAG lawyers are not allowed to give uh, because why would they do their job? Right. Um, right. They were offering counsel and answering as many questions as they could. And at this point in time, it's looking like the worst case scenario for most service members will be right around a other than honorable discharge, which means you'll forfeit your uh, VA benefits and your educational benefits. Um, And above that is a general discharge. And then above that is an honorable. There's currently a bill going through Congress um, that is trying to make it that is going to be a mandatory honorable discharge for uh, people refusing the vaccine. Um, so we'll see where that goes. Well, that's the best case scenario, right? Yeah. Um, and then it it looks like they're going to be saving court marshals and these more severe discharges for, um, uh, these, um, you know, these higher ups, these, these commanders, these generals, these sergeant majors, um, to essentially make an example out of them. Right. Because if they court martial some private, um, what news is that going to make? What, what, you know, who's. Who's going to care? Who's going to know, right? Um, but if you go on to your lovely mainstream media and you see uh, Colonel so-and-so, you know, court-martialed, dishonor, like potential confinement, then that, you know, it's that scare tactic. It's that, hey, let's all live in fear. Because so do you, do, you think, do you think people are going to be put, and, and even the high-ups, uh, the, the generals, the sergeant majors, do you think there's potential that they will go to what you call confinement? Well, I'll just call it jail, uh, that they'll go to jail over this uh, refusal to get the vaccine. Um, it's, I, I, I don't even know. I mean, is it technically, could they? Yes, absolutely. They would fall under article 92 of the uniform code of military justice, which is disobeying a lawful order from the president of the united states so that is well within the um the dod's um rights i guess you could say is to confine them it is 100 percent very 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 possible um and i i wouldn't put it past them judging by you know like i was just talking about the uh the um united states versus washington you know it's they're not a they're not above confining people for believing in medical freedom so I, I could see. I, I think it's a possibility. Wow. Okay, I'm going to go a little deeper. 
let's say worst comes to worst, <clears throat> they crack down and shit went down. What do you think would happen? Would the majority of the service members that, let's say, were told to enforce these rules, round up service members that, that uh, disobey, would they side with the people or would they follow orders? You get where I'm going with that? So you're talking like MPs, is that? Yeah, MPs. You think, well, I... Glad I'm interested, uh, Fred, in, in your 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 assessment of that. Basically, what what Randy's asking is, if it comes down to that, they're going to take a hard line stance. You get the vax, or you go to the, uh, excuse my, I don't know the just, technical term, yeah. the brig. Do you mm-hmm. do you think the MPs will 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 stand by that that order? Will they deem it an unlawful order and stand with those that 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 took the same oath to uphold the Constitution that that you did? Um. From my from my experience, um, in uh, people that really, truly um, believe in that oath and can remember that oath on a day to day basis, um, in all aspects of life, I, I, I can't say yes. I can't say no. I'd say there's probably a sixty forty split in favor of you know um, obeying these unlawful orders um i i would say potentially the majority yeah would would be okay with um enforcing um these rules so that's Uh, scary because that that reminds me of um like every great empire falls right yeah statistically throughout history it's it's bound to happen it has to happen and i want to say that the american empire might be the oldest in history it is well uh, well, I close to it. it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, off the top of my head, I'm trying to think, you know, we're, we're rolling now over 200 and how many years? Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if there's an empire that's lasted that many years. And with what happened with the withdrawal, I, I mean, this is almost on the verge of conspiracy, but with like this, you know, these plane folds of Afghan refugees who could be Taliban, I have no idea all this shit is building up. It's really scary to me. Um, mm-hmm. And I feel like we're, we're going down that slippery slope and, and I, I'm really scared to see what's going to happen. You know, uh, there was a, well, and, and I, I agree with what you're saying. I, I, I feel like, like the Trojan horse, you know, it's, it's, it's scary. almost, yeah. Um, but, but then it really is the, the pitting of us versus them when it doesn't have to be it's yeah. there's no longer americans now it seems like everything you have is uh you know what the president said this is a pandemic of the unvaccinated right it's an us versus them and i think that is the the scariest part of all this they're calling the the rally that happened on january 6th an insurrection one when months prior to that there were riots and you want to talk about real insurrection go go to one of your major um, unit or cities yeah. within the country and it's they're burning down so it, it really it, it's odd to me and it, i don't know if that makes sense well but, i mean but, this is what we know this is what i argue all the time right they want you to have the vaccine we know that the vaccine doesn't stop the spread of this disease it doesn't it do, it's not going to eradicate it what are they saying now it's going to lessen your symptoms should you contract COVID. That's where we're at. Am I correct? Right. So if I'm not sick, 
I can't get you sick. It doesn't matter if I'm vaccinated or not. But guess what? If you're vaccinated, you can still be sick and you can still get someone sick. Sure. It's it's just what what the fuck are we doing? Fred, what are we doing? What what the, you know, <laughs> I mean, it, it's mind blowing. It's it's fucking and no one is paying attention or doesn't want to pay attention and they keep saying the same shit over and over. Oh, uh, oh, uh, look at the science. Listen to the I am listening to the science. I yep. mean, it, it's right there. I mean, we've had an, a, enough doctors and mm-hmm. uh, chiropractic technicians and nurses on this podcast to understand that the science isn't all that they're telling us no. it is. And now we're, we're about to watch the greatest military in the history of mankind fall apart over a fucking vaccine. Right. That doesn't work. Yeah. Um, it does, I mean, it, it's just, you know, we, we've been blessed with these freedoms. And, and it's scary. Right. So uh, we wanted to give a sh- shout out and, and Fred, I, I'll let you do it. There, there was someone we wanted to give a shout out to that was, uh, that, that's got herself in a little bit of trouble, but for the wrong reasons, you want to kind of expound upon that? You mean for the right reasons? For the right reasons, right. She got herself right. in some trouble, but for the right reasons. Right. Yes. Um, so, um, she was actually, um, uh, a, a captain in uh, the uh, psychological operations community. Um, she, I, I, I just recently, uh, with like within the last 24 hours, um, was um, kind of discovered her story, and um, it's it's pretty awful. Um, she um, essentially was standing for for freedom and uh, the Constitution, and she uh, seems that she had um, a um local to her um uh essentially an organization um that was standing for freedom and was you know exercising their rights um as americans uh, well within the law and um she uh she was there on uh january 6th with um uh her i'm sorry I, I, captain emily rainey uh well previously captain um she she is uh um left the dod um she had already planned to resign um she had a kid and everything was you know going downhill um her story is incredible um i can send you guys the uh podcast she had and um yeah she she was at the capitol that day and you know when everything went down and the media found out that oh my gosh there was a um um, a United States Army captain there that was trained in, um, you know, psychological operations. Oh my gosh, she must have been in charge of this. She is a terrorist. She is, you know, trying to overthrow the government. I mean, the media doing what the media does. Um, right. There was actually, it made international news. New Zealand made a paper about it saying uh, essentially U.S. Army soldier um trained in psychological warfare tries to overthrow the i mean you know like i said media doing media things right the the real psychological warfare yeah exactly exactly and uh what's crazy is that i don't mean to interrupt but a friend of a friend was there that day and when i'm texting these people hey they're breaking through the door they text me back you're full of shit we don't know what you're talking about we can't see anything like that and 
when you listen to all these people talk about, you know, that was staged. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I talked to people in real time that were there and they saw none of that shit. So I just. Yeah, that, that, that's very interesting. Uh, the, the, the whole story. So that, that's Captain Emily Rainey, Rainey correct? Rainey, yeah. Yep. Uh, and, yep. and so, you know, that, that story, that, that's a whole other podcast that yeah. we can oh, do. Yeah. But, but to bring that full circle, and, and this is the reason for your anonymity on this podcast. And that's the reason why we're not talking like we normally do is because we don't want you to be made the example of for standing up for your rights. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, yeah. I mean, with that whole, like what, what you were saying with, um, with all that going on, I mean, there was obviously the rumors of uh, Antifa showing up, you know, wearing all their MAGA Trump 2020, all that stuff. Um, you know, um, just doing what Antifa does. So, um, so, so but, let's get back, let's get back on uh, track here, back to, uh, your journey with, with this, uh, choice not to get vaccinated. Right. So, so you got the mandate, you've elected mm-hmm. not to take the vaccination. You've talked mm-hmm. with your uh, high ups in the chain of command. Uh, and mm-hmm. made it known that you're not going to get vaccinated. You've laid out articulately and concisely why you ch- are choosing not to get vaccinated. Is that correct thus far? Yes. And so you and several other uh, of your uh, brothers and sisters are going at this stage where you're going to start getting basically paper in your files for, for not complying, correct? Yes. So what can we do to help? And, and I, I really mean that we're, we're going, going to blast this everywhere we can. Is, is there somewhere, uh, do, is this something that our, our audience, we have to write our congressman for? Is there something that, what, what can we do to help this? Um, it's, it's so hard to say. I think uh, what most uh, service members could really use right now is, those those lawyers those doctors those nurses those scientists um you know uh, these bigger names right in in the, on the side of the argument right dr pierre corey um all these doctors that are you know showing that the there are other treatments that work right sure. and these people that that know the science they've been doing it their entire lives um having these people in their court um i think would just it would be an eye-opener um, I know we talked earlier about how um, up until recently I felt just alone. Um, my wife is is being fired from her job. She she's a medical worker. She's being fired on the first of October, um, and then I'm dealing with this, and it's just um, you know that feeling of just being alone. Uh, and then when you really, I mean, it's it's a shame that you have to dig deep to find others that are pro freedom sure um, it's it's sad and i did that digging and that's how i came across your guys podcast that's how i came across all these stories that you know are just being censored all these treatments that are being censored um it's 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 awful what you know the media can do and how powerful they are i mean you know you control the media you control the people um and it's just it's incredible and i think um to answer uh, your question, I think um, just trying to to get 
these uh, service members, these, these um, um, the option to be able to reach out and get these lawyers and these doctors on their side so that when it comes to these appeals and when it comes to these court marshals uh, eventually, for them to be able to reach out and have a helping hand and have someone be able to come there and fight with them Sure. And offer the real science behind this serum. I think that is like the biggest thing that they want right now. Um, and that is for people that want to stay in the military. That, that is for the people that are, um, that want these exemptions and that, um, you know, um, they're pursuing religious exemptions. Um, medical exemption is, it's going to be damn near impossible to get. I mean, the, you have to prove either that you're allergic to something, the vaccine, or that you have a condition that would pretty much not even let you be, you know, employed by the military anyway. Yeah. So it's like, oh, hey, we'll give you a military exemption or a military, we'll give you a medical exemption. No, you won't. I have to have like AIDS or something. You've got to be in good shape to to be in the military. So the medical exemptions. uh, Yeah, I I, I get that. So uh, I vow that we're going to do everything we can to, to spread this message to those that are watching this podcast. Uh, where we, we really uh, s- send us some messages, uh, point us in the right directions. Uh, nurses, doctors, uh, attorneys that are willing to write letters on behalf of this. Fred, I, we do have your contact information. Obviously, we'll, we'll forward you uh, what we can get. Uh, with, with that being said, uh, Randy, I... I'm kind of at a loss for words here. I, I can't believe this is happening to our armed services. No, it's heartbreaking. Um, you know, we, we've known people that have gave everything. Um, and, and to see you guys and, and you guys that are still with us are giving everything every day. Um, you, like you said, you signed up to protect our freedoms and, and, you know, I just wish people would, could wrap their head around what that means. Um, to realize uh, what it means to be American. And I just thank you from the bottom of my heart for coming on, stepping up, standing up. And um, we're stronger together in numbers. And there's a lot of us, Fred. Yeah. Obviously you found that out. There's a lot of us that that have the same viewpoints. Absolutely. uh, Yeah. Um, You know, if I can, if, you know, I'm sure you guys have a, uh, fairly large military presence amongst your followers. And if I can get, you know, just a few people out there to be like, Oh shoot, you know, I'm over here, like on the verge of giving up everything I believe in. So I am not, you know, unemployed or potentially court-martialed or whatever, maybe as long as there's, if I can just at least reach out to somebody and let them know that, Hey, you know what? Like there are so many more out there, um, you know, just like them. Like that's all I can really ask for because that's what I received. And I'm, eternally grateful to the people that I was able to get in contact with because I mean it, it it's a it's a very big boost to my mental health right now with everything going on just knowing that there's people in my court you know so well we're here for you buddy and uh we're like like Mike said we're gonna do everything we can to, to help you guys out and um yeah just just stay strong stay yeah. strong and um and just know that 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 we're here for you we we thank you Fred for coming on Uh, We thank you for your service, your continued service, and we hope to be a catalyst uh, to make you love your job again. And also, Uh, it's not it's not that you don't love your country. uh, It's that uh, it's being made very difficult for you to do your job properly. 
and I want to extend this too. Uh, if, if you ever need somebody to talk to, you, you know how to get a hold of us. And that goes for anybody else that's out there yep. that, that feels alone, that that's down. Um, you know, we're here for you. If you need someone to talk to, guess what? We actually answer almost every single message as fast as we can. And um, yeah, you're not alone. So. Thank you. Yeah, it means a lot. All right, Fred, I uh, hope to have you back on. Yeah, uh, we're going to do this again. With, we're uh, going to do this again. With some updates, exactly. Yeah. Me and Mike are going to, we're going to put our heads together and we're going to think of uh, how we can press forward and, and actually make a bigger impact. Um, yeah, I got goosebumps thinking about this. So, so. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'll keep you guys posted with, um, you know, uh, my, my journey on this. I, I think the uh, the ball will be rolling very, very soon. And um but yeah, I'll, I'll make sure to keep you guys updated. And like you said, I would love to do this again. Um, I know it was a tidbit short notice, but I would love to do this again and potentially bring more people, um, bring more people on so that um, there's more than, than one viewpoint and, uh, you know, go from there. So absolutely. Like, like I, uh, me and Mike, you know, we talk all the time about things that we're doing and baby steps, you know, this is the first step. Uh, and so we're, we're good. We're on the right path. Yep. Absolutely. So, all right. We'll We'll, we'll talk to you soon, Fred. Thank you again. Right. Take care. Be Thank safe. you, guys. You have a good one. Thank you.